Hey everybody, this is Julia. Hey, thank you for listening to my podcast. It's been really fun to get so many new listeners and I would love it if you would share this podcast with your friends. Anyway, today I want to talk about a concept that's really important to me and something that I talk a lot about and I think about it a lot. And it is the concept that others will treat us the way we treat ourselves. So what I'm saying is people will treat you the way you unconsciously treat yourself. I love to explore the power of the subconscious mind. And this is another way the subconscious mind really um, guides our lives. And it's the idea that the way we subconsciously think of ourselves is what other people pick up on when they interact with us. We show other people who we are by how we put ourselves out there and the vibe we're putting off, you know? We are really socialized to pick up on cues and we have a lot of social experience that allows us to make quick assessments about who we think people are. We see somebody from across the room, we look at their posture, we look at their dress, we look at how they're interacting with people, and we make a snap judgment about who we think that person is. You know, sometimes we're wrong, but sometimes we're not wrong. And so we will guesstimate who people are based on what they show us. So as a result, they will then treat us accordingly. Um, so what I'm saying is when we treat ourselves with value, when we convey our confidence and our high self-esteem to other people, when we believe that subconsciously, it's going to come across in our interactions with people and then they will sense that and then they will treat us as if we have value and worth. When we don't treat ourselves well, when we don't feel like we have a lot of value, people are gonna pick up on that and they're gonna think subconsciously, oh, this person must not have a lot of value. I want you to think back to the people that you remember from college or from high school that were the most well-liked. Not necessarily the most popular because there's so many metrics for popularity, but the most well-liked. My guess is those people really had a strong confidence They felt good about themselves, and as a result, other people felt good when they were around them. There's a quote from Roald Dahl that's been circulating. It's uh, been on Pinterest quite a bit because people like to make posters of it and put it on their walls. And it says, If you have good thoughts, they will shine out of your face like sunbeams, and you will always look lovely. And I would say, if you have good thoughts about yourself, they will shine out of your face like sunbeams and you will always look lovely. Um, You know, when we really love ourselves, we feel full. We're filled with that self-love and it's a light that fills us. And when we really feel good about ourselves, we're filled with that light and it spills out of us. And we have enough to share with others. And people flock to us because they want some of that for themselves. Now this is, we talked previously about internal locus of control and external locus of control. You know, when we live our lives based on an internal locus of control, recognizing that we create our lives based on our thoughts and our emotions and our actions, and then we create the results in our lives, when we know who we are and we value ourselves and we know what our strengths are, We know what our weaknesses are, and we really have a strong sense of self-identity. 
we can present ourselves with so much confidence that other people will flock to us, you know, when we're living a life of honesty and authenticity and integrity and self-love, we will find that other people will treat us with more honesty and authenticity and integrity and love. Now, I'm not talking about trying to elicit better treatment from other people because that would improve our self-worth. Like, oh, if people treat me better, that means that I must be more valuable. That's an external locus of control putting your worth in what other people think. The benefit to having other people treat you better based on treating yourself better is that you're gonna have deeper, more meaningful relationships. You're gonna have more authentic relationships. You're going to forge closer connections and so much value in life is drawn from having close relationships. And your relationships will be more balanced when there's a healthy give and take and an exchange of positive emotions and um, positive feelings. So that's the importance in doing this, is that you're going to build real, authentic, and deep relationships based on who you really are on the inside. I mean, you could pretend to be confident, but I think people pick up on when other people are being phony. We all know what it's like to deal with somebody who's being phony. They put out a weird vibe because their actions aren't aligned with all the subtle cues that we're picking up from them. You know, we are really highly socially evolved and we're able to pick up on so many cues from people, micro expressions, posture, you know, the tone of their voice, how resonant their voice is even, um, their outward appearance, how they treat themselves is a cue to how they think of themselves. You know, we're able to kind of assess all these things on a subconscious level and kind of make a snap judgment about who we think people are, and we just get a gut feeling about who they are. So I'm talking about how people will treat us the way we treat ourselves, just in our day-to-day interactions, just in the people we deal with throughout the day. I'm not necessarily talking about our intimate relationships or our long-term relationships. Um, I'm just talking generally throughout the course of your day and at your job and in your interactions with people, people will treat you the way you treat yourself. But certainly there is carryover into your deep relationships, but those sometimes are much more complex and involve exercising things like boundary setting, etc. Today we're just talking about how you think of yourself subconsciously and how that affects your interactions with people on a daily basis. Carl Jung said, the privilege of a lifetime is to become who you really are. And what we want to convey to people when we interact with them is who we really are. We want to really believe in ourselves because there's this idea of perceived value. If I see a painting that is worth $10 million, even though I'm not impressed by the painting, I'm going to automatically assume that painting is valuable because it is worth $10 million. You know, when we present ourselves with value, people subconsciously pick up on that and they assume we have value and they treat us accordingly. 
Um, so I want to talk about self-worth versus self-esteem. Uh, the World Book Dictionary defines self-esteem as thinking well of oneself, a favorable estimate or opinion of oneself. This is similar to self-confidence, being confident in oneself. This is what we want to build. Self-worth by this in the same dictionary is defined as a feeling that you're a good person who deserves to be treated with respect. I think most people feel that way. We all have a sense of self-worth. And people have innate worth. Everybody has innate worth. We all are so valuable. Even if we haven't built on our potential, we have potential to become the wonderful um, people that we are designed to be, to become the very best version of ourselves. And sometimes, you know, you need to start somewhere. Sometimes we haven't started that process, but we have that potential. We all are valuable. So what we want to do is recognize that, believe it, build our lives on that, and other people will see that in us. Um, Another, this time I'm going to guesstimate the quote by Carl Jung, but he said, you know, he talks about life stories, how we all have a life story. It's just a story of your life. How has your life unfolded, you know? Um, And he said something like, become the hero of your own life story. Because if you don't, you're going to get a bit part in somebody else's life story, and you probably won't like the part they assign you. So I would encourage us all to take control of our lives. We can set goals and build our lives and be the authors of our life story where we are the heroes in these life stories. And as a result, other people are going to see us as the heroes in our lives and treat us like the heroes that we are. Um, If you don't take control of your own life story and author it yourself by taking control of your thoughts and your emotions and then the actions you take and then the results that you get from that, if you don't author that life story yourself, you're gonna still have a life story, but chances are it's going to end up being a tragedy. So I wanted to talk then about how we can think of ourselves better in order to get better treatment from others so that we can build more meaningful relationships in our lives and just have our days be nicer. Um, I had an experience that really drove this home for me a few years ago where I observed somebody presenting themselves a certain way and saw the reaction of the people around them and it was so impactful it is burned into my memory forever i my husband works quite a bit in china so we go to shanghai in the summertime and we had gone to shanghai so imagine you're going to one of the most crowded countries in the whole world now imagine you're going to the most crowded place in one of the most crowded countries in the whole world and you will find yourself at shanghai disney which is where we were about three years ago And I was there with my friend who is Shanghainese and we were just at Shanghai Disney with our kids and I'm, you know, I'm a little bit tall for a girl so my eye line was just above the crowd at Shanghai Disney and I was looking out into a sea of glossy black hair at Shanghai Disney and we were just walking between rides and we were on a wide walkway And I noticed that there's some commotion going on in the crowd, like on the walkway, like 
there's kind of some murmuring and people are all stopping and I can see the tops of people's heads. They're separating to let somebody walk through and they are all turning and stopping to see who's walking through. So I notice this and I say to my friend, hey, something's going on. Let's go over there. It's somebody famous or parade or something. Let's go check it out. So we go over there and I see that the whole crowd has parted just for a lady. It was just a lady walking through the crowd. But this lady was walking with such confidence. Her posture was straight. You would have thought she was on the runway at New York Fashion Week. Like she was totally oblivious to the crowd, just walking straight with so much confidence, so much kind of swagger when she walked. She was swinging her hips. She was, you know, had her hair, was flowing, and the crowd was completely mesmerized. I am a middle-aged woman, and I was awestruck by what I was seeing. This woman just walking with such confidence, she totally captivated the onlookers at Shanghai Disney. And this was an idea I had already been mulling over for some time, so I thought, oh my goodness, this is how it works. I'm seeing it in action. People are treating this lady the way she is treating herself. So I looked at her through that lens and really tried to analyze what I was seeing. And I looked to see if she was like stunningly beautiful. Is that what people were drawn in by? Because people love beauty. And while she was very pleasant, she just looked like a regular lady. Pleasant for sure. Not wearing anything special. Her outfit looked like my friend's outfit that I was with at Shanghai Disney. Just jeans, a shirt, kind of cheap shoes, nothing that would draw attention in and of itself. I, we even asked around and she was just a regular lady presenting herself at Shanghai Disney with such confidence that the crowd thought she was somebody really important. She was treating herself with importance and as a result, she was treated as if she was somebody important. So, if you find that your relationships generally are, you know, positive, then fantastic. You know, chances are you're already practicing this and you have a healthy self-esteem that other people are picking up on. If you find that your interactions sometimes leave you feeling unsatisfied or you feel like maybe people aren't treating you with the respect that you deserve, I want to ask yourself, are you treating yourself with the respect that you deserve? We can look to how other people treat us for cues even to how we treat ourselves. Where are we consistently running into trouble? Um, There's a little anecdote that goes along with this. And, you know, it says if you deal with a jerk in the morning, yeah, you dealt with a jerk. If you deal with jerks all the time, chances are you're the jerk. You know, So we have to examine our relationships, examine our interactions with people to see how we're coming across, to see what we're putting out and what other people are picking up on because people are going to pick up on who we are. When you are completely in alignment with your authentic self, you act the same all the time. That's the sign of somebody who has a healthy self-esteem is they act the same no matter who they're with. And hopefully that's acting as the best version of themselves, you know, 
But when we change our behavior, depending on who we're with, that's a sign that we're not living authentically and we're not living in a way that's true to us because we're changing our behavior depending on our crowd. So the sign of somebody who really has a strong sense of self-identity is that they they really understand who they are, they understand their gifts and talents, they understand their shortcomings, and they build their life on that and present that honestly to the world. And another aspect of that is that they would appreciate that. They would appreciate themselves. And as a result, other people are going to appreciate those things about them. Not everybody can be good at everything. It's okay to have shortcomings. um, And it's okay to acknowledge those. You know, we need to let other people shine in some areas and you shine in some areas. So the first step in really becoming authentically who we are, loving that, showing that to the world and having them respond positively to that is to really fully accepting ourselves. So I want to share some steps to developing a higher self-worth that we can put out to the world and then be treated as if we're worthwhile and be treated in a way that we deserve. So an important activity on this road is to build self-understanding. You need to learn who you are and who you want to be. And then you need to take the action that's aligned with being that person. You need to really become the author of your own life story. So you can start by asking yourself some questions like, who am I? I'm going to repeat this quote now from Carl Jung. The privilege of a lifetime is to become who you really are. And I couldn't back that that up enough. If you become who you really are and you relish in that, other people are going to appreciate who you really are and you're going to develop really deep relationships with people and you'll probably build a life of authenticity. So you need to ask yourself, who am I? Who am I not? How do others see me? Because that can be a clue to what you're putting out. How do others speak about me? That also can be a clue to help you gain some self-awareness. What key moments in my life define who I am and what brings me the most fulfillment and joy in my life? Um, Once you have a good understanding of who you are and what fulfills and satisfies you, it's time to look at what maybe needs work. Where do I struggle most? What do I need to improve? What fears are holding me back? What habitual emotions hurt me and what mistakes do I tend to make and most importantly, What mistakes do I tend to repeat? And where in my life do I consistently let myself down? Examine these things and determine what power you have to change those things. My guess is by changing your thoughts about those things, you can change your behavior about your behavior regarding those areas in your life. So finally, take a moment to look at yourself and ask yourself, what abilities do I have? What are my gifts and talents? What am I really good at? What do I love doing? What have I always loved doing? What did I love doing when I was little? Chances are those are the most important clues into who you really are. And honor those and build your life on those and accept what maybe you're not great at. That's okay too. Now, once you have a better idea of who you are, the next step is to increase your acceptance of yourself. So start by forgiving yourself. For anything that you've been hanging on to, there is no point in beating yourself up. 
If you have decided to move forward with your life and improve, then let past hurts go. Let past hurts you even have towards yourself go. We are the only species that repeatedly beats ourselves up for the same mistake. You don't see that in nature. You just see it in humans. So think about everything you've learned through the mistakes you've made and be grateful for those and accept the good and the bad and the lessons you learned and accept every part of yourself, including your flaws and your fears and even your behaviors and qualities that maybe you haven't felt too proud of, but just accept who you are and be at peace with that. And that doesn't mean that you're complacent and you don't still have a desire to improve. You know, we always want to be working towards our potential. That is where we're going to find the most fulfillment. But we can't really work towards our potential if we don't acknowledge our flaws. So now that you've worked on accepting yourself for who you are, you can begin to really build love and care for yourself. Make it a goal to extend yourself kindness and tolerance and generosity and compassion. And what you are going to find is that other people are going to treat you with an increase in kindness, in tolerance, in generosity, and in compassion. So boost your self-love. Start paying attention to the tone that you use with yourself. Commit to being more positive and uplifting when you talk to yourself. And you will find that people are more positive and uplifting when they talk to you. And I want you to remember that the way you treat yourself sets the standard for how others will treat you. So treat yourself well. You deserve every good thing the world has to offer. And what you'll find is that others will see your value and your relationships will become more authentic and more valuable and more of a support to all parties involved. So I want to thank you guys for listening and remind yourselves to treat others the way you want to be treated yourself treat yourself the way you want others to treat you. Okay, have a great day and let's connect soon. Bye.